join the conversation with June and Heidi. Welcome to A Cup of Grace. As a mother of four, I can tell you that there is nothing that worries me more than silence in the house. It makes me wonder like, hey, what's going on? What these kids are doing? They're too quiet. So the same feeling we get when we're dealing with a situation and we're praying and praying, but God is so quiet and all we hear is silence. So today we're speaking on when all I hear is silence. And this is a very, it's a very touchy subject <clears throat> of silence. Um, like she said, <clears throat> when the kids are quiet, we're trying to figure out what is going on. So what do we do? <laughs> we get quiet too. We like yeah. put our ear and like, what is going on? That's the same thing with God. Like when we think God is silent or our prayers aren't getting answered, we're not hearing from him, then we have to get silent too. Like we have to quiet ourselves because just because the room is quiet don't mean our mind is quiet. And I always say that silence makes room for a very loud mind. Our mind could be filled with all of this chatter and um, just thoughts cycling around. It could be the same thought, but it won't be quiet. Like voices in our head. How do we get all that to settle down? How do we really hear God in everything that we're doing? Like, is he really quiet? Is he really being silent? Like, is he really not talking to us? I think we take the word silence more as a lack of action from God. And God is always present. He's, a, he's the present help in time of need. That's what his word said. He, he, he's always there. Whether we are paying attention to him and we're actually listening, or maybe sometimes we just have false expectation. We think God's supposed to answer us mm -hmm. this way or that way. You know, and I was telling you in the Bible how it's like God spoke uh, through a donkey. You know, sometimes we want God to speak from this side, but God is speaking through the other side. You know, June, as I, as I um, was studying on the word silence, this word came, it, it sounds so easy and so simple, but it came in so many ways. Like silence is, is God there for us. Silence as we need to sometimes be silenced. Silence as something that we may have to use some, some, sometimes for situations we're battling with with other people. Um, silence came in so many ways to us and uh, we really wanna share this with other people. I'll tell you a quick story um, when I first got saved. And I had mentioned before, I used to battle a lot with depression, like some serious depression. I was actually suicidal. And I gave my life to Christ and um, you know, that, I felt the relief, but that, that little spirit will come from time to time, knocking on my door just to see, is your house empty or is it full, you know? Mm -hmm. And I remember I was working one day, and um, I don't know, that day I was just feeling so, so, so sad, and uh, me and my husband was that back together yet. I was still, you know, I was just brand new in Christ, and I was feeling so lonely. You know, like I, Lord, I know you're there. I just feel like I have no one else. Like if God is not enough, you know? Mm -hmm. And I remember it was my lunch break. 
and I walked outside and I was walking to the store next to the store I was working in. And there was this man. He looked like a homeless man. You know, hair all over, I mean, beard, hair messy and dirty and broken clothes and ripped clothes and shoes. And this man saw me and he started screaming to me, Jesus loves you, Jesus loves you, Jesus loves you. What this man knew that I was feeling so lonely that day, that I was feeling like no one loved me that day. I could have overlooked at him because he looked a certain way, mm-hmm. you know, but God used this man that day to speak to me. And it was exactly what I needed to hear because when he pronounced those words, I, I said, Lord, I know this is you. Yeah. I know this is you. And we cannot sometimes believe or think that God is silent when we're actually looking towards the wrong direction, not listening to what he's saying to us because we don't like where it's coming from. And he speaks to us in so many different ways. Like you said, he speaks to strangers. Somebody just walking down the street, they'll, they'll um, what is, um, give you confirmation for something that you said in your, in your prayer. Or um, how else does he speak? Through the right timing. Because right. a lot of times you do have to wait. We look at the people in the Bible like they waited. Like Sarah had to wait on that baby. Mm -hmm. Um, Abraham, both of them, they were waiting. And you have to, it's something in that wait. Like what are you doing with the time that you're waiting on it? Mm -hmm. It's it's a time of really worshiping and studying and surrounding yourself with the right people. We can't get completely down in the time and just think that God has forsaken us. Because like you said, he never leaves us. He speaks very softly because he wants us to lean in. He wants us to draw near to him. Because as we draw near to him, he draws near to us. And it's, again, something in the silence. Like silence is its own presence. Like words are so powerful. And when we speak the wrong words... It's better just to say nothing. Yeah. Like as we were studying this, I was, um, I got stuck on uh, Jesus in his last days as the uh, Pharisees t- took him to Pilate. And Pilate kept asking him, are you going to defend yourself? And they're just, they're just piling on the charges against him. Like he's just a criminal. Like he's just been doing all kind of stuff. Like Jesus was innocent of all of it. Mm-hmm. But he said <clears throat> nothing. And I guess it's because sometimes, you know, we we care a little too much and we don't pra- practice something that is called self-control when it comes to speaking to someone. Sometimes you do have to say things. Sometimes you just have to remain silent. And silence can be a good thing and it can be a bad thing. Silence can be a weapon against the devil. Like some things when you're praying, you pray, the devil can hear your mind. He can put thoughts in your mind, but he cannot see what's in your mind. Yeah. You know, he can only go about us by the things we do and speak mainly. Yeah. That's why he knows our weakness and he study us by the things we do and say. Yeah. But a lot of times when you're praying about certain things, you pray in your mind. Just, just between you and God, and the devil cannot attack your prayers. You know, perfect example, we have Daniel. Um, he was praying and praying and praying, and the Bible said the prince of, is it Persia, how you pronounce it? Mm-hmm. 
was holding the answer. It was, it was a fight going on between the angel and, and that prince that was holding the answer for uh, Daniel prayer. You know, and um, I think silence, and we speak on this all the time, that perspective on how you look at things and how you use it. Something, either you use it to build you or to tear you down, you know. And a lot of times, we just look at silence, like I was saying before, in the wrong places, in the wrong way. We feel like God only, only is there when we hear something or see something. But the Bible tells you about Elijah, when God told him, go up to the mountain. The fire, the earthquake, the wind came. God wasn't there. But in that whisper, that's what the presence of the Lord was. Mm -hmm. So we need to pray to God to show us where is he. Like to, to help us to um, hear his voice when he's speaking unto us. And sometimes we just feel like God is silent. But are we even reading his word yeah. in the Bible? A lot of the, the answer to our questions and uh, solutions to our problems are there in the Bible. That's the instruction. That's God already spoken to that's, us. That's Him speaking to us. That's another way of Him speaking to us. And we see, we, we the people in the Bible, they teach us that we need to have a place to be able to hear. So many people, I mean, it's Moses and the burning bush. Like, it wasn't a lot going on out there. It was just Him. Like, it was silent. And now you see this bush burning, or um, I think Isaac at the well. Like these are places where it wasn't a lot of people. It was a place where they could be quiet. Like a lot of times, Jesus even said as he was healing people, he was like, "Go out of the city for this to work," because there's like people all around. Like there, oh miracles and all this. Just because somebody seems like they're for you does not mean they're for you. What their intentions are. So when we're in that place, when we can get to that place, because first of all, it's hard to get to a place of silence in yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you have to work at this, um, meditating on the word, keep saying a scripture over and over again. That's what's helped me. But even to not not saying the scripture and to keep your mind from going anywhere else, yeah. but to have nothing on your mind. God will start to put all of these ideas in your mind. Like he really speaks to us, but we have to be able to quiet everything down. Yeah, because two, two people can't speak at the same time. And yeah. sometimes we just kneel down and we just talking, talking and asking God and asking God. Mm -hmm. But do we take the time to sit there in silence so then he has the, the, the time to speak to us because we're actually listening. You know, we yes. have to learn how to like not empty our minds. Our minds always supposed to be filled with the word of God. Mm -hmm. But as the Holy Spirit, I laid my thoughts down. I laid my mind down onto you, into your power. I need you to help me yeah. to remain silent until your presence so you can speak to me. I need, I need to hear from you. And I don't know about you, June, but I'm a very, very busy person. Like in my mind and physically, my husband get at me all the time. Like you need to sit down. You need to just, just, just relax. Cause I'm always going, going, going. Mm -hmm. And when I do practice silence, with, I, I don't do it often to be honest with you. But when I learned about this word, I promise you, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna yeah. take it for granted. Yes. I will practice silence. Mm -hmm. um, you, when you are remaining silent in God's presence, He speak to you. 
you gain strength. You, it's just kind of like, it gives you a new energy. You know, you find more peace. You know, you delight in his presence. You, I have seen you worshiping before. Like, you get in your own zone. Like, I've been talking to you and you're just like somewhere else. Like, hello. You know, yeah. it's like Gone. you're zoned out. Yeah. It feels so good. It's so hard yeah. to kind of stop. Yeah, it is. It is. And, you know, when God is silent, that that means we're we have to work right we always have to work but we have to work harder to see what he's really trying to say and he says the stuff through so many different ways like we said we said <clears throat> scripture people timing um, we have dreams and desires because God wants to give us the desires of our heart he really does like he's such a good father like he is so good and I think it's the the Western world has a different way of seeing all of this because religion everybody's like my way is right no Jesus was this no Jesus was that they have their own beliefs and they're debating all of these words just fine but everything goes back to the same thing of God and God is community and God is relationship like God, he wants us to have rest in him. You say relationship. And you know, it brought me to the, the scripture when it speak on, when Jesus was with the disciples and he told them, you know, the disciple was always with Jesus. There, there was a relationship there. They yeah. went with him everywhere, talked to him every day. And he told them, Jesus told the disciples, let's go across the sea or the, was it the lake, the ocean, whatever, what's that called? The sea. Okay, so they got, yeah, they got on the boat and uh, this storm arose, right? Mm -hmm. Jesus was asleep. Peacefully sleeping. Yeah, asleep. So he wasn't sleeping. He might have been snoring a little bit, but he was (laughs) silenced though. He was asleep. So the disciples see all this wind and all these waves that it was actually taking over their boat. And they say, well, master, ain't you going to wake up? You going to let us die or you do not see what's going on? Like... They doubted. They doubted that Jesus, even in his silence, could rescue them. But there's a thing about being in the will of God. They was following Jesus' directions when Jesus told them, let's go across. Mm -hmm. So if you are in the will of God and there is silence in your prayers, you don't hear God, you don't see God moving, that doesn't mean he's not really working. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes God want to develop patience, hope, faith, endurance. And our dependency on him. So sometimes he just wait. He just wait a little bit. Like he told uh, Lazarus' sister. Didn't I tell you if you believe you will see the glory of God? Mm-hmm. So he didn't run to them right after they sent that request of him to come and to see Lazarus. He waited. But can you imagine that moment? When he told them remove the stone and, and, and come for and Lazarus came for? Powerful. That, so you tell me we're not Building uh, your um, patience during yeah. the silence. To see the glory of God, that's that's mm. just an awesome, powerful thing. You know, but one thing we do have to examine ourselves, June, because sometimes God can be silenced because there is something wrong with our hearts. Something wrong with the prayer. The prayer, not even something wrong with the prayer. Our hearts aren't ready for what we're asking for. So he's working on us. He's working on our intentions and what do we have right motives 
mm-hmm. to be able to get this prayer. Yes. Like when God blesses us, we still have a choice to do right or to do wrong. Mm-hmm. So we can easily turn that prayer, that answered prayer into an idolatry, like something that we lift higher than we lift God. So say like Hannah, you know, she prayed, prayed, prayed about having a baby. She wanted a baby. Like it was kind of selfish. Like she's seen her, well, her husband's other wife had children. She wanted a child. She really wanted this child. As the years went on, she made a sacrifice and she gave her child to the Lord. Like, if you give me this child, I'll give this child back to you. Like, would she have done that years earlier? That was a hard thing to do to give your child up, but she did. And how powerful was her actual prayer? Because Samuel, like he was, like we needed that. Like he was a very important part to get us to Jesus. So what about when there is sin in our life? How can that affect God from answering or being active in our prayers and our requests? Yeah, that's when we really need that deliverance and a breakthrough. Um, And when sin is in our life, we have to be trying to get away from it. Like we can't just sit in it and think that it's okay. Like if we're sinning, if we have something that we can't get up off of us, like we have to keep working. Because God has spoke to us some, somewhere. He has imparted something into us. So when we don't hear him, we have to go back to what he said before. It's the same thing, especially if you haven't did what you're supposed to do. And it's, it's difficult because I have struggled with addictions, a lot of different types of addictions. And... I can, I can see when they're triggered in my life now to where I have to go back in that, that, that place. <clears throat> like I really need my, my quiet place for God because this stuff will, will try to overtake me and I know I'm an overcomer. Like I see it in me. And you know, one of the things also that we need to understand is that God time is different from our time. Like, we live in this microwave lifestyle. Yeah. And um, God sometimes he needs to take his time to make sure he He do it right and he do it when we are ready to receive that answer. When we are ready to take it in the right way, like you were saying, with the right mindset, the right purpose. Um, I don't know if you have as believer or as in Christ experienced silence, but as of today, I'm, I'm in a silence situation with God. Um, I've been saved for nine years now. And um, it's been about eight years that I've been praying for my oldest son who is battling with mental, mental illness. Very strong. It's hard to see your child in that situation. It's hard to look at his pictures when he was growing up and how he used to smile and how his face looked so different and how I could see joy in his face. It's hard to remember how he used to be playful and funny, you know, joking around to see how the devil took upon him with depression and 
all kind of mental mental illness as I say before and June I've been praying for eight years for my son to be raised and it seems to be getting worse and worse and worse but I believe that God said in his word that my seed is blessed and that he will honor my prayers that he listens to my prayers that he knows the side of my heart and I know and I believe that once I declare that as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord, that word will be active and it is active. And even though God has not spoken yet as far as my son's situation and I look at him and it seems to be getting worse and worse. I believe in peace after the storm. I believe that I will see the deliverance, the goodness of the Lord in his life. And I believe that God will do it because he's the only one who can do it. This is not a doctor situation. This is not a, a medication situation. This is spiritual. spiritual. And God is the only one who can help my son and can help me. And it's been time where I'm like, oh, Lord, uh, okay. Like, when you when, gonna when are it? you going to do it? Yeah. But God will not give us more than we can handle. And I know... In this eight years, he's just, it has to be that good that he's taking his time to work in my son. And as I see him, what the world can see as getting worse, I see it as that day of the Lord is getting closer. Mm -hmm. God is about to do something. So when people see him, they know it was God. Yes. They know how he used to be and they look at him and say, you know what, it must be God. And I said, Lord, if it's for your glory and for your name to be exalted, God, just give me the strength I need to wait during this silence. And the waiting time is hard. Waiting time is difficult. And we have to have each other. Like, you can't do that by yourself. And you have family surrounding you to lift you up. In this time of silence from God, like in that, in mental illness, like we have to see into the supernatural because these spirits, they've made a home and they're real comfortable, but they can't stay because such a power in a praying mother who will not give up no matter what. So... Keep praying and wait. God will give us strength like the eagles, he said. Yes. Eagles have this vision. They can look right up into the sun to see the face of God. And that's what you said. Like we have to seek his face and not his hand. That's what you just said. I think it was before the podcast. You might have not have said it here. But you just told me this. Like he's giving you a word. For you to be able to wait. Because how can you do that? How can you look at your children and not feel so much for them? In a time like you know God is going to do it. But like you said, his timing is completely different from ours. And he's doing a work. He's doing a work in you. He's doing a work in your other children, in your husband, in your parents. Like everything 
is drawing yes. closer to him. He's impacting everyone around him. Everyone. Yes. And everyone's going to keep lifting him up. Amen. And he, he will he will have a, a, a better life like because of it. Like not giving up. I believe that. Don't give up on an unanswered prayer. It's going to come to pass. Amen. Like once it's said, God's God's word does not come back void. Like it cannot. There is a perfect God yes, who loves you and he loves your son. Amen. Like the devil can't have us. He tries. He thinks he can just come in and take over. And I think but, that's one of the things the devil also wants us to do and is to give up. To think it will never happen. But I say I, I serve a God who truly can relate with us in every way possible. Amen. And when Jesus was on that cross, he experienced silence. When he told the Father, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? It was a moment of silence between him and the Father, but even though he felt that moment, he also knew that Sunday morning was going to come. Mm -hmm. He also knew what's going to happen after that Sunday morning, how he was going to empower his God. I praise you, Jesus. You. How he was going to empower us yes. with his Holy Spirit because of that sacrifice he put himself willingly through for us. So even Jesus can understand that moment of silence where we really don't know what's going on, but that faith and that hope in God can just take us so far. So if there's someone listening to us, I encourage you, pray to God to strengthen your faith. faith. Don't give up on praying. Don't give up on your silence moment. God has not stopped working on your favor. Even if you don't hear him or you don't see him, he say he'll be there. And learn how to remain silent sometimes in God's presence to gain the, get the strength and the word you need from him. And with none of that stuff, you feel like he's working. Open that book that is called Bible. God has spoken so many words unto your life, unto your kids, unto your, the people you love, unto the situation you are battling with. God is not really silence. We're just not listening to him. You have to learn how to listen. Amen. Yeah, and, but that, the thing about that faith is, faith is we know God is capable. God is going to do it. We know it, but we still don't know because he's not going to show us everything to get up to that point, but he will guide us through it. So we have to walk with him. We do we have to talk to him. Yes. Thank you for having a cup with us. We pray in Jesus name, this podcast has ministered to you. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and savior, we invite you to do so. And if you have any questions or prayer requests, feel free to contact us. Join us again next week for another cup of grace.